the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Black talking money, investing in more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to do, we can talk about. Got a call about being over 40 with no retirement savings. And it's tough to give a really good answer without really getting to know people. If he's a high earner versus not, if he's a good saver versus not, if he's a big spender versus not. Um, I think the first thing, you know, having had a little time to compose myself on that, I'd say crunch the numbers to start with. Um, start figuring things out. You're not going to retire in 10 years at 50. You're probably not going to retire at 60 because let's say you have the ability to save $10,000 a year. So you'll save 100000 by the time you're 50 and you'll save another 100000 by the time you're 60. So that money maybe will double to maybe... Uh, part of it will double, part of it won't double because it won't have been in long enough. But you know, you're looking at 250, 260,000, um, and that's probably not enough to live off. Because if you take a look at your budget, let's say you're making 50,000 or you're spending 50,000 dollars a year, that money's gone in five years. Keep in mind that Social Security, I think, is going to they're going to make us wait longer to get it, and I think you're going to get less of it. Um, that's the assumption that you should make, just so in case you're wrong, it's better to err on the side of caution. Most of Social Security is going to go to covering your health care costs. So you need to get aggressive, in my opinion. So if you're behind in the savings race, you have a lot of ground to make up. And the quicker you max out things like 401ks or IRAs or uh, Roths, the better. So playing the catch-up game is a little bit on the frustrating side uh, because it probably means cuts to your lifestyle. Uh, I'm stunned by how many people go to sporting events um, that don't have anything saved. And they're going to get what they deserve. But it's going to take them until they're age 65 to really see that. You clearly want to start scaling back now as aggressively as you can. You know, you don't want to get discouraged. There is hope. 
again, working a little bit longer, working part-time longer, isn't the worst thing in the world. There's a guy here at the TV station that I work at, and I do the radio show from the TV station, which is a little confusing, but work with it. He um, is 75 plus, I think, where he's doesn't look very... He looks like he's 75, and he's still doing security work, and he's the nicest guy in the world, and he's the easiest guy to talk to. You know, Hey, James, well, what did you do before you did security work? Um, well, <laughs> he'll go. Uh, just super pleasant to come to work and say, see first thing in the morning. Um, so maybe that's you know part of your plan down the road. And maybe that wasn't your plan as a little kid. Maybe your plan as a little kid was to have a house in the desert and you'll sit on the porch and throw rocks at coyotes. That's probably not going to happen. It uh, could. Like I said, I don't know. Uh, the caller was from Santa Clara, but you know maybe his family traces back to... Guam or Tonga. Tonga's got one of the lowest costs of living in the world. And yeah, you can take your social security and go to another country. There's a lot to digest in that, but you can. So clearly, you want to start paying down as much outstanding debt as possible. If he has a home and has no, no, nothing saved for retirement, that's a whole freaking fracking discussion that maybe he left out for me. But if he's renting, he's in much worse shape than if he owns, because maybe he has some equity. And maybe part of his retirement will be his, part of his nest egg will be his home. And again, maybe he'll have to move from Santa Clara to Stockton, or Santa Clara to Oklahoma City. Uh, you want to contribute as aggressively as you can to your IRA or your 401k, or in his case, a Roth IRA. Um, get it done. It's your job now, is to fund your retirement. So, and my opinion, and this is not the opinion of every CFP in the world or anything like that, is you're going to have to go aggressive with stocks. You're not going to be able to hide behind the safety of uh, bonds, which means it's going to get a lot more volatile, but you're going to have to suck it up and take it. You know, when I go on a nice beach vacation... There's not a big airport at that beach, so I have to suck it up, get on a teeny tiny little airplane, and those things are, are violent. Coming in for landing, you know, you miss your landing seven or eight times, and you're sweating pretty aggressively. You're like, how much more gas does the plane have? How much more, like, are we going to make it? Um, I don't care. I, I figured I'm going to die when I die, so I don't really stress over scenarios like that. Uh, but... That's the price I pay if you want to go somewhere, you know, isolated and lovely versus overdeveloped. So so the fact that you're getting a late start on investing, it's both a good thing and a bad thing. At least you're getting the start. Had you said I'm 45, you're way behind. Had you said 50, I would have said you're going to work till the day you die. And I used to say this, and this is a bit of a joke, and it's kind of a mean joke, but some people's retirement plan, and I remember hearing about this back in 2006, 7, and 8 when the markets were just getting murder-related, was there was one guy in Portland who went into a bank with a gun, shot it in the air, sat down and waited for the police. His retirement plan was, I'm going to go to jail because it's going to be better than the retirement plan that I put together for myself. He knows as an elderly guy... He's going to be treated decently. He's going to have a room, a gym, cable television. 
uh, healthcare. He won't be able to see the world. But, and as funny as that sounds, it's, I know some people are starting to think, like, how much do I need for retirement now? Because I don't want to have to rob a bank or potentially act like I'm robbing a bank. Um, I don't know. So for a lot of people, like I said, you're going to work till the day you die. And I'm going to say it, that is what it is. Um, something along the lines of, like I said, uh, if you can get a little more education and maybe that helps you boost your income, that's great. Um, understand that there's things in your life that are very optional. Uh, dry cleaning is very optional. You can do all that stuff at home if you want to. Save some money. Restaurants are very optional. You can do all that, you know, at home. Um... So saving 8%, 10%, 15% is going to be a step in the right direction. So establish a goal of trying to save 15 to 20% as soon as you can. Understand that I think you probably want to get to probably at least 500000 before you retire. I want 10 to 20 times your income. So if you're making 50000 I want 500000 minimum. I think you at that point in time in retirement, you can say, okay, I'm going to work part I'm going to go to a resort and be a masseuse or I'm going to do there's ways to slow down um, that cash flow <clears throat> output I think you want to pay off all your credit cards immediately or as soon as possible figure out if you have a, a credit card problem so try not to swing for the fence he said what if I lose all my money in the stock market I've never met one single person who lost all their money in the stock market who were investors I've seen people lose their trades and that's completely different. I heard this song going to California. It always makes me smile. Um, stop buying people Christmas gifts. There's so many things that you can do to make uh, a little extra money for yourself. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Hopefully that helps. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. There's some business stories out there that I find interesting because I have the coolest job in the world. I get to study corporate business models, financial statements. I get to try to look to the future. I look to try to blend these together. And I remember many, many, many years ago, the first time I encountered Amazon.com, 
And it might have been something along the lines of like, hey, you want to go to Barnes and Noble? Why don't you just buy it on Barnes? Why don't you just buy it on Amazon? It'll ship to you. Um, and they disrupted the book business. And then it's like, hey, sweetie, you, you, let's go to Tower Records. I once was in a Tower Records and this hilarious story. I was overhearing two guys talking about CDs that you can buy and play that basically make women want to take their clothes off. I'm like, there should be a section called CDs that make women want to take their clothes off and one for men or females or what have you. Um, and Amazon killed Tower. Why go to the record store if you can get CDs said, sent to you, per se? And then Apple changed that as well, pretty dramatically with MP3s. So everything Amazon has touched in the last two years, they've, they've destroyed apparel. You're seeing companies like Macy's, Sears, JCPenney's just go down. So today, I'm seeing Walmart is acquiring Bonobos, which I don't know. You know why? Because I'm not a hipster. I'm a Generation Xer, and I'm proud of it. Um, I'm at the point in my life where I'm very comfortable with who I am. I've got enough to retire if I want to. Uh, I don't actually have to go out and buy a hip jacket that's made in Indonesia for a dollar and sold for 12. I know you're saying, whoa, I'd rather buy one that's made for 20 bucks and sold for 60 kind of thing. I'm fine with that. That's my generation overspends. We're not very fashion conscious. Walmart's acquiring Bonobos, the high-end men's retailer, for $310 million in cash. Bonobos generates about 100 to $150 million in annual revenue. They do slim-fitting pants. That's why I've never heard of Bonobos, because I don't wear anything in the slim cuts, and I hate everyone that does. So elect me president, and I will kill. No, I will not kill. I will grandfather out Prop 13, and anyone who complains about that, they will go to the sleepy, sleepy, sleepy time chambers. And they will the Darwinian woodchipper will be fired up. Um, elect me president, and I will get rid of, I will get rid of all slim fitting clothes, um, especially if it's cut slim, like, damn you, Banana Republic. Um, so I'll get rid of it all. I'll get rid of it all. And with that said, uh, anyone who complains, I will put you in the Darwinian woodshipper. So Bonobos was founded in 2007. It generates most of its sales online. It's got a handful of physical stores in major cities that it calls guide shops. Now this is this is the the lesson here. They're they're basically making us try out different business models. Customers can work with a personal shopper and try on clothing, but all purchases from the store are still done online. So retail's going away. Amazon's killing the retail store. The physical store, Macy's, is literally shutting them down. Sears is dying. JCPenney's is dead. Walmart, eh, they're still doing okay. Um, Walmart didn't even get into groceries until 1988. And when they did, they did it fast and furious and they disrupted the model. They're the number one grocery retailer in the world, right? Uh, in the US right now. So Walmart's acquired a number of e-commerce companies in the past. It purchased Jet.com for 3.3 billion. Um, then they acquired ModCloth, Moose Jaw, and Shoebuy. So, um, it's funny because <laughs> millennials are such little pricks. Uh, one of them said, Bonobo's just lost a customer. 
I do love the stretched wash chinos, but no offense, I won't go to Walmart for my clothing. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> well, by the way, just lost a customer. Um, Bottomless was founded by Stanford graduates Brian Spaley and Andy Dunn, who is now the CEO of the company. Spaley later left Bottomless to start another men's clothing brand called Trunk Club, which sold to Nordstrom in 2014 for $350 million. Um, so we'll see. We'll see, right? Now, the other story of note, talking about disruption, well, Walmart's acting like a dot-commer. Walmart's acting like a 21st century company. And they're buying, like, they don't have physical inventory in their stores. They just, you go and try stuff on, and then they send it to you. That's all about distribution, right? So Amazon buying Whole Foods, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Not only are they going into groceries, and we've heard them, oh, we're going to test a grocery store here, we're going to test a grocery store there. But Amazon's been able to kill books companies. They've been able to kill music companies. They've been able to kill apparel companies. Um, they're disrupting television with their TV shows. They're disrupting movies by, you know, buying companies and distributing the movies for them. So Amazon buying Whole Foods makes you go, whoa, a high-end grocer. Now, when I lived in San Francisco and I was good, I was a single man and I was trying to impress the ladies. I'd be like, let's go sit on Chrissy Field and take a blanket and stop by Whole Foods and get some fruit and some champagne. Champagne was to give them a little tipsy. I'm better looking when women are tipsy. I know this is a scientifically proven fact. Millions of people love Whole Foods markets because they offer the best natural and organic foods, and they make it fun in, to eat healthy. Now, Amazon, that's Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos who said that. It is kind of an experience going there. It's trippy because it got the nickname Whole Paycheck for a reason. Like, you can literally go on a date where you're bringing some fruits and a bottle of champagne and, like, $60. Um, but all I got, all I got was like some raspberries and some blueberries and some champagne. Um, so anyway, Jeff Bezos, he bought the Washington Post. You're like, isn't that a dying business? It's thriving right now. Well, not really thriving, but the Washington Post and the New York Times are doing quite well digitally speaking. So what does Jeff Bezos have up his sleeve? In October, it re was reported that Amazon was planning to build grocery stores. The company has built physical retail locations for books. So they are still selling books in physical locations. Not many, but a couple. Um, this is the largest deal ever for Amazon. It outpaced the acquisition of Twitch for $970 million. You know what Twitch is? This is fantastic. It is a video game network for people who want to watch other people play video games. It's almost like, you know... I'm a baby bird. Mommy, mommy bird has to go get the worm and chew it up and vomit it in my mouth. Twitch, you just sit on the couch and watch other people play video games. It's incredibly compelling. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in. Zappos uh, was bought for $850 million. So this is a huge deal at $14 billion. It's going to disrupt. It's going to disrupt. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. If there's an event coming up, a seminar... Sign up for it and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800 
516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. If I were a rapper on the song, I go, Eeyaw. I'd be Donkey the Rapper. Eeyaw. Donkey sounds make all rap music sound better, don't they? Eeyaw. What, what's that? Oh, sheep. That, that could be, that could be, um,. I could be Donkey the Rapper, and my buddy could be Little 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 Bo Sheep. And you'd spell it like the, the Cajun bow, like B E A U X. So, I think it's I'm on to something. Careful, this, this song has some words in it. Just, just letting my producer know before I get in trouble. That's a great song. That's the one song by Kanye that I actually know. Okay, that was well edited. Because he, he says, I ain't saying she ain't a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke. And then it's the N-word. Which, unlike uh, Bill Maher, I am not going to say. Because a small controversy in my world equals you won't hear me from me on Monday. I do like the song. I do like the song. It's so funny because I'm such a um, shy person. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, this is kind of big. And I, I think this is important to note. Um, you know the Olympics, right? The, you were growing up and you're hearing Mark Spitz going for five gold medals or did he go for seven? I don't even know. Dun, 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 dun. Bruce Jenner's a man. He's running around the track. Oh. <laughs> that changed. But get this. One of the most friendly companies that you can think of in the world, McDonald's, is pulling out of Olympic sponsorship. Doesn't McDonald's and Olympic sponsorship go together? Because when you think like Mike Phelps, is his name Michael Phelps? Yeah. When you think weird aquatic animals that can swim really well, you're typically thinking, he's probably eating a Big Mac and fries right before he gets in the pool. Because look at that chubby gut he has. McDonald's has halted its Olympic sponsorship after 41 years supporting the worldwide sporting event. I even remember as a kid, there was a McDonald's go for the gold uh, game that they played. So when you would buy fries, you'd peel it off. And like if you can get gold, silver, and bronze all in one category, you'd win like, woo, free fries or something like that. On occasion, if you got in like kayaking, you'd get like a million dollars. But you know no one ever won that. Um, in a joint announcement with the International Limit Committee, the fast food chain explained that it's part of an overall reevaluation of itself as part of our global growth plan. We are reconsidering all aspects of our business and have made the decision in cooperation with the IOC to focus on different priorities. That's pretty amazing. In 1968, McDonald's airlifted hamburgers to homesick athletes. <laughs> oh, that just makes me want to go to the bathroom. 
Um, the company didn't become a sponsor until the 1976 Montreal Summer Games, according to the McDonald's website. Eight years later, the chains and its franchisees built the McDonald's Olympic Swim Stadium in Los Angeles. Um, so they've mutually agreed to part ways, and that's just, again, in business and in investing, sometimes the more things change, they actually do change, and sometimes you have to move on. Um, <clears throat> you know, in the past, I've liked shares of Under Armour, I've liked shares of Nike, I've liked shares, like, you know, Skechers had their day, you know, American-made, millennials like the American-made thing, millennials like the simpler style, like, they're, they're kind of like, Nike's too corporate. Nike's too corporate. Now, in the end, you go with Nike because Nike's too corporate, and that's a business profit maker. But um, So sometimes the more things change, the more the things change. And, like, McDonald's leaving the Olympics, just it, it wakes me up to the idea and the business concept that, you know, you have to look at everything differently on a regular basis. And I think that goes with relationships in your life. I think it goes with relationships in, with stocks. Stocks are considered, um, corporations are considered human beings, according to the IRS. Um, and I look at that, it that way as well. So when I look at my portfolio and I see Apple, it's a big company. It's it's one of those like um, Hans and Franz kind of thing from Saturday Night Live, where you, I'm going to bump you up. And they're just these big, beefy guys with big, beefy necks. They can't get much bigger. They can beat up all the small guys, no doubt. They can beat up all the mid-sized guys, no doubt. They can go toe-to-toe with Samsung and beat them. Franz, and we are here to pop you off. Best producer in the world, by the way. You are going to get a bunt cake this year. So just so you know, you are not getting that. that uh, what did I get you last year? The, the flowers? Succulents. So no succulent for you this year. You're back to bunt cake. You're on top top cream status. Uh, but Hans and Franz, so you have to look at stocks as like investments and as living people. Um, and that's why sometimes like some grandmother will call up and... She's got Prop 13, and if, she, if I were president, she'd probably be in the Darwinian woodchip. But she'll call up, and she'll go, She'll go. Um, I want to own a company called, and it's something, it's like crystallic, crystallistic uh, tech company. And you're like, what? I'm like, what do they do? And she goes, I don't know. And you're like, how? You've got to know this stuff. You've got to be intimate with the stocks that you invest in. You can't be going all crazy. So Amazon um, is something you kind of know, right? Nike is something you kind of know. I expect and respect most people, and I say to them, honestly, you should probably own, you know, index funds. And then if you want to own one or two companies, it's great. Um, so when I bring up McDonald's pulling out of their relationship with the Olympics, that's kind of big, right? Because you, you see those commercials everywhere. And who's going to step up and be that sponsor? I can tell you, in my opinion, sports is, is heading for a rough day. Um, I saw that the ratings for Premier League soccer were down 14% year over year. And I know you're saying, I'm American. I don't, I don't watch Premier League soccer. Um, I know you don't. But I'm not talking about the ratings here. I'm talking about the ratings overseas. Um, and people just, they don't want it. They don't want to watch live action sports anymore. And this is, to me, I think is, 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 Kind of the story, you know, McDonald's pulling out of the Olympics. The Olympics no longer have, like, we're going to print money. Brazil lost millions and millions and millions of dollars, and most of the stadiums that they built are already in disarray and starting to fall apart and smell of mold. So the Premier League soccer, the top soccer league in England and in Wales, and one of the most popular sports competitions in the world, suffered its biggest decline in viewership this year. Uh, younger people just don't care. And... uh 
Does that make me want to think of, um, I don't know. Do I want to like a, a good millennial, like a Lord song? A, what's, what am I feeling right now? Um, Billy Ray, maybe a Miley Cyrus. Raise your hand up in the air, just like you don't care, and then sing na 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 na. Um, that's in my head right now because I'm I'm thinking if Miley Ray Cyrus isn't watching Premier League soccer, the future of Premier League soccer is is, is tough. The premier the future of baseball is tough. Now we just watched the Golden State Warriors win a championship and double their TV viewership. So you can't broad based say this, but if I'm a if I'm a sports league, if I'm a cable company, I'm I'm. I'm having problems with my my digestion. I'm probably in the bathroom. Um, the audience drop off in Premier League soccer concerns a lot because like Manchester United is bigger than the New York Yankees. Broadcasters are paying record fees to reach fewer people. Broadcasters are paying record fees to reach fewer people. McDonald's is saying, you know what, we don't need to sponsor the Olympics. So the Olympics, when they go to NBC and say, we you we let's make a deal. NBC can't go to McDonald's and say let's 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 make some of that back. So I predict we've hit peak sports costs, not sports records, because you're going to still see <clears throat> oh, wait, peak sports viewership and live uh, entertainment. You're still going to see super weird deals like Aaron Judge for the Yankees. He's going to make a lot of money. Dude is massive. I'm not sure if you're paying attention to this guy, but he's like six five or six seven. But to me, he looks like he's seven five or seven seven. And he hits monstrous home runs. He had a 500-foot home run recently. And it was the fastest home run recorded in like 25 years. That went off his bat out of the, the park fast, and it went far. Um, <clears throat> so Premier League viewership on Sky Live TV channels plunged by 14%. Time spent in terms of viewing hours also dropped 6% year over year, even though the broadcaster paid about 70% more for those matches. Now, how are you paying 70% more? You're getting fewer eyeballs and fewer time hours watched. Low audiences could depress the prices of sports rights going forward. I have no doubt about that. Live sports have historically been a surefire way for pay TV broadcasters to attract subscribers. Um, I love live sports. For me, the ability to turn on last month, April or May, um, those months are the best months in sports because you get basketball tournament going on, NBA Finals. You get the hockey finals, you, like you get just, and you get the start of baseball. And the Oakland A's were involved in a pennant chase for about three days this season, and then by their second set of teams they faced, they were finished. So live sports are still very, very popular, but people are changing how they view them and the time that they watch them. There may have been a decline in the Premier League's live TV audience this past season, but Sky said the total number of people watching, meaning those who engage with coverage overall on platforms for at least 15 minutes was at a three high. So people are watching it maybe on YouTube. People are watching on Roku. People are watching on Apple TV. But advertisers don't care about that because that's tough to sell those numbers. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. McDonald's giving up on the Olympics. Take a break here. Rob Black. Planning for retirement can be complicated. There's lots to consider. But by narrowing your focus to a few key issues, you can maximize your retirement income and give yourself a much better chance of enjoying a comfortable retirement. I'm Rob Black, and on July 13th, I'll be in Burlingame for a special lunchtime event with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman. We'll be discussing retirement income strategies and estate planning updates that you can use to get the most of your retirement nest egg. We'll cover passive versus active portfolio management 
transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, measuring risk, estate planning tips for 2017, and more. That's Thursday, July 13th at the Doubletree in Burlingame. The event runs from 11 to 1 and includes lunch. And if you can stick around, we've also got a breakout bonus session where we'll give some retirement tips for the self-employed. Go to robblackshow.com for the details and to register. Cost is $25 and we'll waive that fee for KDOW listeners. Just use promo code RADIO25 when you register at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. And the JV song Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking to money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. How do you win in retirement and win in money? Most people won't. Most workers are responsible for their own retirement savings these days. My dad grew up in a world where there was pensions and there were, you know, you were taking, if you worked for a company, they took care of you. Um, fantastic. And those all started going away. And for my generation, they're all away. Now you can still get a pension by being a teacher. You can still get a pension by being a state worker, which I've got problems with. If you're going to get a pension, I don't, you can't be a DMV worker or the DMV has to be a better experience kind of thing. I love teachers. I love firefighters. I love, I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. Uh, but pensions are rare now. So what you need to know about winning in life is you want to set up a comfortable retirement. So the best thing to do is start early. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two, look at lesson number one. Uh, because when you start early, you've, you can double your money. If you start at age 22 and you invest $5,000 a year, you're going to end up with $1.06 million. So $1 million. But if you start at age 32 and you invest $5,000, you're going to end up with 557000 Now, there's a difference between half a million and a million. And that's 10 years. So same amount of money. Uh, but you lose, if you, if you don't start early, use that ability to double your money over those seven to seven years. Saving is a habit. That's the best thing I can tell you, tell you is make it habitual. When I was 18, I was 18. I used to love going to South Carolina because, uh, uh, you'd go on vacation because they got lovely beaches and that's no, 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 no. South Carolina's not, not hillbilly. South Carolina's quite nice. Um, okay, it's a little hillbilly, but um, that's kind of the, the line on the East Coast. The, the beaches from Virginia up are cold and jellyfish filled and kind of nasty. Uh, but the beaches south are pretty sweet when you start getting to lower North Carolina and Ag's Head and South Carolina. But So you go to South Carolina and the girls, it was fantastic because they weren't 18. They were 18. Um, and I once told a girl that uh, 
Jimmy Buffett had changed his name to Jimmy Buffet. And she started crying. Like she was that kind of upset, that kind of like into it. But when you're young and you can make saving a habit. So I was 18, I was 18. That's where I'm going with the story. I made saving a habit. I started saving $166 a month because I did the math and that's roughly $2,000 a year, which is roughly what you could put into an IRA at that time. So save as much as you can. That's the idea. Have an emergency fund so that you can save as much as you can. And yes, uh, you know, if you have a choice between going to Cabo and going to Hawaii, unless you've maxed out your savings that year, you go to Cabo because it's a lot cheaper than Hawaii. You have to make that kind of decision. So when you save early and you save enough, it becomes very second nature. Um, numbers do matter. And Time does matter. So you need to understand your investment accounts. Probably the best thing you could do is set up a 401k or a 401k Roth. Um, if you could do both, that's awesome. If you could do a Roth IRA and a 401k, that's awesome. That gives you flexibility. And trust me, I am not flexible. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy when I go for like a massage, a massage, a sensual massage. And the masseuse kind of starts stretching your arms and legs and stuff. I'm like, no, just rub me. Don't stretch me. Um, you're going to break me. I'm like that bad guy from, what was the movie? Was it Shattered with Bruce Willis? Unbreakable. Um, I'm like Mr. Glass. <laughs> like, Do not stretch me because I will shatter like, not like that. Kind of more like um, a car window. So I'll just like shatter and it'll stay intact, but it's a lot of pain. So understand your investment accounts. So 401k is great. If you can get some sort of Roth, either 401k Roth, it's fantastic, or Roth IRA. The 401k, you basically don't pay federal taxes. So that's like a bonus. But later in life, you do pay income taxes on it. But that's that's okay. That's okay. Because you didn't pay it up front. And it grew tax deferred and it doubled and compounded for you. That's awesome. But the Roth, you already pay the taxes. So later in life, when you go... I need a you know eight thousand dollar roof instead of pulling ten thousand dollars out to cover your taxes of two thousand dollars to cover the roof of eight thousand. All you need to pull out is eight thousand. That gives you great flexibility, so it won't shatter you. Um, so a four hundred one k plan is a lot like uh, the best vehicle to save money in, or a four hundred three b or a four fifty seven. They're all very similar, so they're all very very similar. So if your if your employer offers no plan. Or if you're self-employed, you can go with an IRA, a Roth IRA, a SEP, a solo 401k. There's options out there, but you have to get off your your tukish. You have to get off your tukish. Stop watching Kim Kardashian and her tukish and get your tukish off the couch and start learning some of these terms. I would highly recommend uh, Barron's or the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the New York Times has a great business section. Uh, the USA Today has a lot of articles that are written like, hey, Matt, uh... How do I make a million for retirement? Read it. It doesn't have to be right. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just need to start getting some of these concepts and these words going in your head, in my opinion. Um, if you change your jobs, I like taking the 401k with me. I like rolling it over into a self-directed IRA. Um, because let's say right now I work for Salem Communications. And let's say I get a big job at NBC. NBC. Do, do, do. Um, damn, you're good. You are good. Board op of the year. You may get two, you may get a bunt cake and a succulent this year. So, 
Anyway, long story short, the company that let me go, let's say they go crazy. You want to take that 401k with you for whatever reason. Just I like having personal control myself. Uh, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.